Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Oh, it's a good day singing the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning till night. Yes, good morning, Grand day. Valley. It is a good day to get up and running. Here we go again. Another edition of the Big Gig. The Watchdog Morning Show is underway. Our swing and soiree hangs out until 10 o'clock this morning. You and I and Bob Slider all together here making fun and enjoyment and giving you some information as well. Don't forget you're part of the show. No, no, we know you're listening. We thank you for that. But uh, please pick up the phone and call us, 304-232-8255. That is called the Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. Or go to your phone and text us at 304-214-1600. That is called the Frio Stack Auction Service Text Line. It's a warm morning this morning, 56 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 54 at the Highlands, 50 in Elm Grove, and 55 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. No rain I didn't see this morning, did you, Bob? Zero rain. But we are looking for showers and thunderstorms throughout the day. Uh, high will be in the 60s. A rain tomorrow again, and uh, maybe a little bit of snow mixed in tomorrow, sunny on Thursday. So all going to be a warm week, though. We're going to be warm most of the week this week again. Roaming in the mid-50s right now. Hard to complain when you wake up in the middle of the night uh, in February and it was 50 degrees. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, I'm still waiting for the full-fledged spring because we did have snow this weekend. It's we knocking had, on the door, Howard. I, I can weekend. hear it. There is. What day is it? Um, Thursday? T- today is the 27th. No, what day is the day? Thursday, temperatures are going back down into the low temperature. Just one range. day, though. But, yeah, so and the possibility of a little bit of light snow that day. But we're, we're, we're moving along. March is almost here. Damn near here. Friday, it'll and, be here. Uh, was it March comes in like a lamb, goes out like a lion? I always mess that up, so I, I, I stay away from that. <laughs> well, March comes some way and goes out another way. That's <laughs> that's all I know. 7-Eleven here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Got a lot to do today. Uh, we have talked about this the last couple of days. In West Virginia, the legislators are debating cutting the unemployment benefits the West Virginia's AFL-CIO president, our old friend Josh Schwartz, coming in today to discuss the impact of any potential unemployment cuts on all of the recently laid-off workers. The puppet master is in, Ohio County Delegate Sean Fluarty. Among other things, he's been battling to keep Rayleigh's Law alive. Uh, the House committees rejected it a week or so ago, but Sean is fighting to keep it up and keep it moving. We will talk about that. And some of the other issues in the waning days of the legislative session. National correspondent Tom Scateri is coming in, talks about the possibility of a cease, ceasefire in Gaza, Trump's efforts to delay his trials, and some of the other top news of the day. And the Ohio County School Board met last night. Superintendent says, we are not making any changes yet to start time, so don't get so panicky. There were some parents on hand to offer their thoughts on that. Those are what I have for you. What do you have for us? Again, use the phone lines, use the text lines. And uh, come on in and let us know. How's your day? You, you had a funeral yesterday, right? I did, Howard. It was, uh, you know, it's one of those that a long life, long, really good life uh, made her mark in the community. Uh, sad to say goodbye, but one of those that, you, you know, if, if there is a heaven, then uh, we have no problems. Yes, exactly. Um, and then um, anything else during the day? Did you get any good? Well, you probably, you probably went to one of those 
after funeral luncheons or something. I did, right? and that's always a good time to sit down and uh, you know to catch up with people you haven't seen for a long, long time. And and how I don't know if you ever noticed this or not. But man, some of the best lunches are oh, those get-togethers absolutely. after a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Am I morbid, or is that is that right? No, no. I I think that's somewhat by design. It's usually sometimes they cater them or something, depending on how, how big it is. It's usually neighbors bring in some stuff and everybody eats. You know, so it's usually good home cooked food. Bring it in, a big variety. You know, and, yes. Uh, now I. I it's a good way to have a send off, you know. It, it really is. It, it, it's a it's a good feeling. Again, you never like to say goodbye, but after a long life like that, uh, you know, uh, and and you know, a firm believer of the streets of gold and uh, her reward. So uh, it was good. Yep, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> then I went to bed, Howard. Yeah, uh, no, wait, no, yeah. The, the funeral was like or mid morning. It was uh, the luncheon. I think I got home about one thirty. Two. We didn't go to bed at one thirty. No, I went to bed at 5 o'clock. Oh, okay. Well, all right, I do that occasionally, and then I take a snooze, and usually about 8, 9 or so, I get back up. And that do, was the plan, but it, I was didn't all, work. The way, all the way around till one thirty this morning, so I'm on midnight shift, Tyler. <laughs> Wait a minute. You got up at one thirty? I've been up since one thirty. Literally, literally, I was going to sleep at one thirty. What do they call that, two ships that uh, pass, pass in the, in the night, night or one thirty in the morning at least? <laughs> so you, as you were getting up, I was just beginning to me 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 me. That's 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 weird. And yet here we are. Here we are getting it together for the morning. Bright eyed and bushy tailed this morning. I did. Uh, I. It's either going to kill me or make me better. I'm not sure which. Uh, Teddy is. Uh, it was another beautiful day yesterday afternoon. So we had the scooter out, and he was scootering up and down the street. And Granddad, you've got to come race me. So he rides his scooter up the street, and I race him. I run up the street and run back with him. Really? You run up the street, Howard? I, 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 to the extent that running is something I can do, yes, I do. I, it is something more than walking. I, I try my best to actually run. you got to get those shoes in. Well, <laughs> i got to get something. And, you know, I love – it's wonderful. It's wonderful to be out playing with your grandson. Great. And, and we run up the street – and he laughs. He goes, Granddad, I will give you a 20-second head start, you know. And he says, Granddad, are you, where are you? Are you at the white mailbox next door? All right, here I come. And then he loves to come up behind me and go, hey, how are you? What are you doing? You know, just laughs me. But we have fun. But so we, we run up the street. We turn around, come back. He scooters up, turns around, comes back. And we pull into what I call the chute. It's our driveway. You know, we pull into the chute. And, uh, and he says, uh, Granddad. Let's do it again. It's like, all right. <laughs> You've been there with me. Granddad says, yes, we will do it again. Granddad will race with you again. But first, he needs to sit. You scooter a little bit. You, I'll give you some, I'll give you, I give him the obstacle courses to do on the street. You scooter a little bit and granddad will stay here. Get some, but then we do. So we did it three or four times. Sounds a little bit like the uh, hare and the tortoise, Howard. Well, it, it is, it is, but uh, so far, well, my wife did take pictures the first day. I think I've destroyed them because it is embarrassing to see me try. You put your sweat, your your your, uh, your headband on, your sweatshirt, no, your running pants. You, no, I have my I have my stretchy pants on. Which ah. the thing that it just makes me look really fat. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm running up and down the street. So that was, uh, but that was fun. Uh, you know, that was fun. It is, it is fun, and it will it will do one of two things. It will help me 
improve. I should walk more. I see where you're going with this, yes. Or Or, or kill me. (laughs) One or the other. And I'm just not not totally sure. So that was my day, primarily. But wasn't it a great day? I mean, you couldn't pick. I mean, did it hit 80? No, but I bet it was over 60. Oh, it had to be over 60. I don't know what the temp was, but. Gorgeous, gorgeous day. Beautiful day, Be- beautiful sunshine, clear blue skies, nothing in the sky. That's it was just a, we're we've hit a couple of those recently uh, over the weekend, a couple of them. So it was they were great days. Seven seventeen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's grab a couple of first uh, text lines this morning. See what they're having to say, uh, and then I want to get into a couple of uh, stories today. Uh, March is in like a lion, out like a lamb. Okay. There you go, Howard. So Remember the, that lion first, lion then the first. Lamb. So if it goes in, comes in like a what day is what day is March first? I believe Friday. Friday. Where's my forecast? What is Friday calling for? Grab this quickly here. I guess I can wait until we talk to Adam, but I'll just do it right now. Uh, part, eh, partly sunny, a high of fifty, so it's not going to be. It's going to be more like a lamb. But what is a lion? Is a lion a nice day, or is that like a bitter cold wind uh, blowing? To me, uh, to me, a day like we're likely to have today, showers and thunderstorms, is probably the lion. Well, it sounds day. like it's coming in like a lamb. Howard. So I think it's coming in like a lamb this year. Well, if that is true, then it means it goes out like a lion, which means God help us at the end of the month. <laughs> we'll have to, we'll have to see. Frio Stack Auction Service Text Line three zero four two one four sixteen hundred. All right, Mr. Monroe. <laughs> Mr. Monroe, I would have paid money to see you running. <laughs> or stopping. Yeah. I, uh, I I did run. I mean, it, it. my daughter-in-law came out at one point to, and watched. She said, I'm getting my phone. I'm getting 911 ready. It's like, the, stand no, by. Nobody has faith in me. Why does nobody have faith in me? Well, Howard, because you're not very active and then just all of a sudden decide to run down the street. You know, that <laughs> might be a little bit. But, hey, look, I really think it's great. A little bit at a time, Howard. Yeah. A little bit at a walk before you run. Yeah, well, I've been running. The problem is I don't walk, so I just went straight, straight to the, straight to the running. But Teddy likes it, and that's all that counts to me. Seven eighteen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Last night, Ohio County School Board uh, had the meeting. Big packed houses, I understand it. Um, there a lot of social media people saying, "Let's go to the school board and make sure that they don't change the start times." You know, we talked to David Delk about it, or David. Uh, Croft Croft. about it uh, not too long ago. Um, The start times, they're considering that. Ohio County Superintendent uh, Kim Miller last night told the crowd they are still thinking about it. They have a committee form. They're talking about it. But there are no decisions made. They don't know when or if they're going to adjust the start times. She said they're still um, listening to the community. Um, How's the phrase? Uh, Start times is, is a topic that's blown up a bit. Because it's touchy to many people. Boy, I'm telling you, some of the folks who post on social media, they're just they're furious about the idea of changing the start times. And Howard, it's really cha- it's really challenging uh, to to try to make everybody happy. But I wonder why if they considered having a, a like a morning shift or an afternoon shift. If you wanted to start early, you could. Or if you wanted to wait, you know, go to that second period and then stay an extra period, you would have that option. You know, because everybody's not the same, Howard. Yeah. My, my, my first thought would be that becomes even more difficult. But my, my actual thought is this. I think right now, if I understand what David Croft told us, if I understand what I've been hearing from Kim Miller and the, super, the other folks in the administration office, anything's possible. You know, they may move Wheeling Park start time down, which then will push all the other times you know, around. Or they may only adjust Wheeling Park, bring in additional buses and have the 
two sort of separate bus runs. That's going to cost a lot of money, but they've looked into that possibility. Um, a lot of things can be done, and I and and you're maybe that's it. Maybe you have a couple of shifts. I don't know. I think the point is everybody's all you know. Oh my God! I and I I hear people saying things like, "I'll tell you that they changed that start time. I'm taking my kids out of school." Just calm down. Let's see what the what the options are. And you know what? If you don't like it, propose something different. Give me give them a better idea because I think they're all listening. And I think what they're really trying to do is find out what is best for the the students. It begins with a concern for the students. It begins with the science. Oh, I know science is not in good repute these days. It begins with a science which is really pr- pretty overwhelming. Teenagers do better getting up later with a later start. I, it's just it's it's a scientifically figured out thing because they don't go to bed at five o'clock in the evening like some people do (laughs) they have not yet learned to adapt like you and i have to we'll we'll go to bed at a certain time we'll figure it out we'll get up at some time um so it begins with that premise but i I, you know the school system is not out to try to cause you trouble you know their intent is to do what's best for the kids to provide the best learning and the argument i can't stand bob and i know that some people make this sometimes you do well, it's good enough for me. It's good enough for them. Well, you know, that's great. We grew up. We did okay with whatever it was. But it doesn't mean that things can't be better. It doesn't mean it's not a different way of doing things. Um, I just wish people would calm down on this. Uh, four people spoke to the school board last night, all four of them opposing the um, start times. Um, a couple, if I read, I only know what I read in the paper. I did not, was not attending it. But a couple of them were, we're, we're sort of reasonable, kind of like, well, I'm a little concerned about this. I hope you think this through. A couple of others were more like, this is terrible. You can't do this. Um, and, and listen, folks, I mean, that's why we have a school board. That we just They just don't appoint those folks. We, we vote for them, and we, we say, look, you're smart people. You'll figure it out. They're smart. They'll figure it out. And keep in mind, uh, for better or ill, um, we have a school board election coming up. Two, 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 two school board members up for election this time around, so there will be a Two new members going on. Yeah, don't pull your kid out. Vote. Yeah. yeah. But isn't that true with everything? I got into a big Facebook series of posts last night about the legislature again. And it boiled down to those of us who were saying it's a miserable, this is a terrible session. It boils down to then get out and vote somebody else in. And the other thing is, Howard, I have no idea what the situation is, but if you pull your kid out of school, I think it's either going to be one or two things. It's going to be a pain in the ass now because you got to get your kid to another school and it's not going to be as convenient, or it's going to be expensive because yes. now you're going to private school. Or you will do what some people say, I'll tell you what, I'll bring my kid home and homeschool. Homeschool. Now he's an idiot. Well, okay. First of all, yeah, <laughs> yeah there, yes, that's true. First of all, I think – Homeschooling is, is an option for some people, and, and it works for some people. But I don't think folks understand homeschooling quite what it is. I think they just mean, well, we'll keep our kids home and let them read a book. You know? I mean, you have to. It takes effort. You actually have to school them. It's called homeschooling. It sounds like dads are not very smart, so maybe he ought to sit in on a couple of those classes. So my, my message is, and I think it came out from the school board, from Kim Miller last night, calm down. Offer your opinion. Think of some better options. Don't just say, we don't want anything different from the way we've always had it. And see how things go. That's that's what I think. 
Have at it. You'll take after me now, I'm sure. People will go after me. Uh, on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600. Now, when we come back, uh, I hate to be the guy. Because now I'm the guy who's now I'm the guy that I was complaining about who writes on Facebook about, I wish they would stop doing this. How many more streets can they close in the city of Wheeling? How many's left? I, how, yeah, that's, that's, how many more streets can they close? How much more construction can we get all at one time? I'll talk about a couple of the new things that are coming up. Coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Attention, Ohio Valley neighbors. Are you ready to embark on a journey to find your perfect home sweet home? Meet Kelly Kent, your trusted companion in the world of real estate. Step into a world of reliability, trustworthiness, and integrity as Kelly takes you by the hand to explore the possibilities waiting for you in the Ohio Valley. Kelly Kent isn't just a salesperson slash realtor. She's a devoted community member dedicated to enhancing the lives of her neighbors. With a heart for service and a passion for creating lasting connections, Kelly is here to make your real estate dreams come true. Do you have an elderly family member looking to downsize? Kelly specializes in seniors real estate, ensuring a seamless transition to a home that suits your loved one's lifestyle and needs. Kelly Kent understands that a home is more than just four walls. It's a place where memories are made and dreams come alive. Kelly Kent, turning keys, opening doors, and welcoming you to the home you've always imagined. Call today and let the journey begin. Call 304-559-8501. This is Kelly Kent from Canada. And Cannon Realtors, Robert D. Cannon Broker, and I just want to say, let's go, Knights! HP Excavating and Septic Cleaning has been serving the Ohio Valley for 48 years, offering septic, plumbing, repair, insulation, and excavation work. Don't let just any company work on your septic system. Call us today at 304 242 7443. Our number one business is your number two. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant. With Bob Slider behind the board, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. It's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful morning, uh, and it's a warm morning. 56, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 54 at the Highlands, 50 in Elm Grove, and 55 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios, although it's not going to be a beautiful day today. Looking for some showers, maybe even a thunderstorm later, but temperatures will be in the 60s, so it is going to continue to be a warm day today. I, I, I Listen, I, I know that everything that's being done here in the city of Wheeling in terms of construction is being Done for the betterment of the city. I know that when each and every one of these projects is done, the whole area will be better off. I truly do. I know it. I mean it. I'm not being facetious. On the other hand, I have to ask myself, how many more How many more streets can we have closed off? How much more construction can we get all at one time? It begins right now, obviously, with a massive streetscape project here in downtown Wheeling, which has... 
um, you know, streets closed off from time to time, Market Street in particular. In fact, Market Street, um, beginning uh, the 1st of March and going through the entire month of March, no parking on either side of Market Street between 11th and Lane 7 due to streetscape storm sore work. So um, you won't be able to park on Market Street. I guess you can still go through, although they say they will have to close the street off sometimes. That's a little new thing for the streetscape work. Uh, we know, of course, the Elm Grove Stone Arch Bridge is coming sometime in the next couple of weeks. That project will get started. I was, uh, as I do every day, driving home through Elm Grove yesterday afternoon. And the traffic with the bridge open was backed up all the way to Parkview. And I thought to myself, when the bridge closes, how how bad is it going to get? How, you better, you better, yeah. It's just, it's just going to be worse. You Again, better have gas in your car because you're going to be sitting there for a while. That's actually a good point. Um, Stone Arch Bridge has to get fixed. I again, I can't. It has to be done, but it's just going to be a, a, a traffic uh, mess. Yesterday, the schedule for the tearing down the center wheeling parking garage was announced. How's that going? Well, I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> they're going to start next week, beginning March fourth, for eleven months. Huh. For 11 months. Seems like that's the norm, almost a full year. It's 11 months. Yeah, exactly. seems to be about what. And they're going to close off Chaplin Street at where the bridge is, where the, I'm sorry, where the uh, parking garage is. Isn't that like the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, where you. Help me. <laughs> you know, when you can't go this way anymore, yeah, now yeah. you go this way. What's it called, Howard? Good a detour. detour. A detour. Yeah, 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 Isn't well, yeah, that well, the yeah. detour now? Yeah, well, you can't detour there anymore. Starting starting Monday, um, the uh, Chaplin Street will be shut off from, I lose the name of the numbers of the streets, but from the street that leads down to the center market and beginning on the uh, uh, where the street that leads down to um, Hall of Fame Cafe. Again, I, I don't know, 21st, 22nd, whatever. You'll be able to get to, they'll let you through to go to the police station, that new police station. But other than that, no through traffic through there. So that's more in center wheeling than, than, it's, than Yeah, well, that's us. the problem. It's, it's moving now. You know, another one of the streets is already torn up. The street that goes down beside Later Gator, that's completely torn up. That used to be my parking street. That's torn up because they're putting a big storm sewer in, or store, a sewer, of some, sewer of some kind in there. So, uh, but this, anyways, uh, they'll be demolishing the uh, parking garage. They'll be taking the that big overpass bridge that went from the garage to yeah, that's got to come OVMC. down. That will come down. They say around March 25th. Then they have to be really careful in demolishing the parking garage because remember it abuts up with the brand new Wheeling Police headquarters. Yeah, you can see disaster there. You got to be real careful. You can't with that. just swing a wrecking ball at that. You know, you <laughs> Bang, zoom. You, you got to handle that uh, very carefully, and. Um, Dismantling along Market Street is planned for January of 2025. That's the other. So the Chaplin Street side comes. What year's that? 2025. Ah, that would be Lindsay County. So this year the Chaplin Street side of that parking garage. Then next year they're going to. Ah. <clears throat> and I don't think we. I heard the question here on our show, but I heard this question and it kind of made sense. Hump Bridge or you know any of the work. You know we we experienced this in Elm Grove. They tore up Elm Grove, but they did it in sections. It was a pain in the ass, but nothing like downtown Wheeling. But they worked double shifts, Howard. Wonder why they won't do that on the Hump Bridge. Well, I think that's a good question. You maybe know, when the weather gets gets decent, maybe they, they, they will. I'm sure. Oh, my strong informed guess would be 
That. You are the traffic expert, Howard. <laughs> My strong informed guess would be that the contracts don't call for that. I don't know why they don't. I mean, I think you think quicker would be better. I think, but it's going to raise the price. You know, raise the price a good bit to do nighttime work. And I suppose some. I, you know, I'm not an engineer, and I won't pretend to be. Um, I, I suppose some of it maybe can't be done, even with those great big Klieg lights and so on. I don't know. But that's the that's the question a lot of people ask, and I do too. Also about the streetscape. Why couldn't they put up the giant Klieg lights and done some of this work at night? Now, they they did it at Gnome Grove because yeah. I walked down there wondering what all the racket was one night. What was those guys working? Yeah. Anyway, so now we add this up. Uh, and again, they need to tear the parking garage down. OVMC campus is being torn down right across the street from it. That's going to be tear down areas, tear down alley right there. We got the campus of OVMC coming down to make way for the cancer center, parking garage coming down, starting next week and continuing eleven months until the end of the year. Basically. Wear your hard hat if you're coming downtown. William, bring your hard hat with you. It just is like anything else. I said this uh, about the Stone Arch Bridge specifically, but this is true of everything around town. You need to plan how you're going to get from one side of the city to another, how you're going to get from one place to another. Um, because your old your old roots ain't going to be open anymore. Again, I don't have a problem with any of the work that's being done. It's all necessary. It's, it's, it's progress. It's great. I ask myself, though, why is so much happening all at one time? I mean, do we get an influx of money? I don't know if this is being paid for with the pandemic money, so... Do we get an influx of money? Why is so much being done all at one time? It's good. It's good. It's nice to see work, construction work, you know. Um, but, wow, everything's a mess. And just a, it's not a complication, but I do note that um, City of Wheeling this week, Bob Heron told City Council that they're putting aside uh, money to do a five-year uh, improvement plan of all the downtown parking garages, the intermodal 10th Street garage. Not going to tear them down or anything, but they're going to have to do some maintenance work on those and improve them as well. So parking's getting an overhaul here in the city of Wheeling. And as if, as if the construction in Wheeling isn't enough, have you been to Ogilvy lately? Well, that's the way I plan on going home after they shut down the Hump Bridge, Howard. Keep in mind, they're doing a major renovation of the front of Wilson Lodge. Uh, Wilson Law, you can't get into the front of Wilson Lodge anymore. If you get into that part, you have to go around the back to what used to be the spa entrance in the back of the Wilson Lodge and go in that way. Um, so there, the Wilson Lodge is shut off, essentially. Uh, in fact, the, the dining rooms, are the Glassworks Grill and the uh, Elenfield Dining Room aren't open. They've turned the Hickman Lounge into a sort of a cafe, restaurant kind of thing. So, add the now again. It's going to be great. I've seen some of the design work. It's going to look beautiful when it's done. It's going to really be an enhancement uh, to Wilson Lodge. And then the Wheeling Park Commission this week announced they're going to be doing some work at the Good Zoo. Uh, I think this is kind of fun, by the way. They're going to bring a lion habitat in. Have lions up there, hmm. which I think is cool. And then this is interesting to me. And they said this is not a done deal, but it's being considered. They're going to build a little hotel or series of cottages right next to the lion habitat by the good zoo with like glass walls so when you wake up in the morning you'll look out and the lions will be looking at you sleep with the lions <laughs> sleep with the lions i think that has potential of being cool make sure that glass is pretty unbreakable i guess so. i think Lowell miller did that but it was the detroit lions howard <laughs> anyway i just again i am not complaining but it seems I, I, how many more streets 
can we shut down? How many more are left? How many more are open? But it's okay. It's all for the good of the city. It's all for the better betterment. And if they can get it done before I die. How many years, Howard? You see, it's, <laughs> that's the problem. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a race to the end here. Who's, who's going to be finished first, the construction work or me? No problem, Howard. Madam Linda said you've got you've got years and years to go. <laughs> That's true. We're gonna get her back and have her do some more predictions for everybody. All right, seven thirty-six, twenty-four to the hour here. It's the Watchdog Morning Show. Josh Swartz coming up next hour from the AFL CIO in West Virginia to offer thoughts on this whole crazy concept that with fifteen hundred plus employees being let go just in the past two weeks in West Virginia, the legislature decides to cut the unemployment benefits. We'll talk to Josh about that. And Sean Fluarty is up in arms. Oh, what the hell? I just put a period there. Sean Fluarty is up in arms. <laughs> we'll be talking to him coming up later on as well. We are the Watchdog Morning Show at 737 Slider and Monroe as we head over to the news desk of WTRF-TV and Taylor Long. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this February the 27th. Beaumont County officials confirmed that a one-year-old girl is still alive after ingesting opioids. The incident occurred late last week, reportedly in the Shadyside area. Officials say the investigative report from the Belmont County Sheriff's Department is being forwarded to the county prosecutor for charges. Belmont County Children's Services is also involved in the case. Stay with 7 News for further developments in the case. And a man from Jefferson County is in hot water over some serious fraud charges in Hancock County. He allegedly didn't pay a bill and left a local volunteer fire department with an $18,000 debt to a rental company. The man, William Bailey, owns Movin' and Groovin' Productions, which the Chester Volunteer Fire Department used for their 2023 fall bash. They say they paid Bailey in full. But then in November 2023, they got a call from All Occasions Party Rental about an unpaid $18,000 invoice. Bailey allegedly posed as a fire department member, outsourced supplies, and then skipped out on the second part of the bill. Bailey is charged with one felony count of obtaining money under false pretenses. He was taken from the Jefferson County Jail to the Northern Regional Jail, where he posted his $10,000 bond. This is a developing story. Stay with 7 News for updates. 7 News is your local election headquarters. The Ohio primary is just around the corner. The folks at the Belmont County Election Board have been sharing how to apply for an absentee or vote-by-mail ballot. It's pretty simple. You just give them a call and ask for an application. They'll find your details in the voter registration files and send it to your registered address. Then you fill it out and mail it back. It's just basic stuff like your name, address, and birthday. And don't forget to tick the box for the primary election on March 19th. Voters can request a ballot in person at the election board. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. I'm Deepak Huda. I am from originally India. I am director of the Structural Heart Program as well as Cardiac Cath Lab at Wheeling Hospital. Our main clinic is obviously here at Wheeling Hospital WU Medicine. We also have satellite clinics, we call it, the Upper the Highlands. Then we have clinic at the Wheeling Clinic, which is in downtown Wheeling, and Martins Ferry. And then we also have clinic at St. Clair as well. So we try to go where the patients are or to make it most convenient for them. 
When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands with a full array of quick service choices from McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Taco Bell, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, Chick-fil-A, or DiCarlo's Pizza. Or you can dine in at Eden Park, Promonte Brothers, Texas Roadhouse, El Paso, or Quaker Steak and Lube. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. You're going to be out of breath like you were running. Oh, man. Uh, is this for the new lion habitat they're talking Everything, about? Everything, uh, yes. Come in like a lion, out like a lamb, whatever. Yeah, we been, this has been a lion morning, hasn't it? We talked about that in you know, March. Is it going to come in like a lion or come in like a lamb? So we had the lion there. And then uh, I mentioned that Ogilvy at the Wheeling Park Commission, uh, they announced that they are uh, going to bring be doing a lion habitat up at the Good Zoo with maybe, that the second part is a maybe, maybe a hotel um, that's uh, next to the... Um, the lion habitat, so when you wake up in the morning, you'll be able to look at the lions. So, a wee wap a wee wap a wee wap a wee wap You know, I'm beginning to think I should stop calling John McCabe my friend. They tell you to shut up with your yeah, singing Yeah, pretty much, now. yeah. Howard, you should not be trying to hit the high notes. Trust me. <laughs> or any note. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> well, thank you, John. Thank you. I, I guess a friend is someone who has no problem telling you what they believe to be the truth. Is that correct? 18 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Adam, Adam, he's the man. If nobody, if anyone can predict it, he can. Good morning, Adam Fike. Good morning, Howard. I'm glad you made my day and made me glad and realized that there's someone else who is just as bad as <laughs> As I think you know, I, I preach at a couple of churches around the area on Sundays, and my base, my home church that I pre- preach at is Dillonvale. Um I, I began my sermon by singing last Sunday, and I knew one of two things. Either I was going to drive people out of the sanctuary, or they were going to laugh and say, Howard, you know, you shouldn't be singing. But I, and it didn't leave, so I guess, I guess, it, was, I guess it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would everyone here kindly step to the rear and let a winner lead the way? Here's where we separate the men from the boys, the notes from the noise, the rose from the poison ivy. That was what I was singing in church on Sunday. God, forgive me. No, I'm, hold on a second. I mean that sincerely. God, please forgive me. <laughs> forgive us. <laughs> forgive, forgive me my sin. Adam, another great day yesterday. Thank you for that, sir. If you could see me, my eyes would be rolling. But, yes, definitely a very very beautiful day yesterday. I mean, it even got warmer than what I was initially expecting. I was thinking low 60s. We got up to 66 in Wheeling. Wow, did we really? It felt like it. it. I I was up walking at Ogilvy for about two and a half hours yesterday. There was a lot of people out. I was in shorts and a T-shirt in February. So, like, you know what? 
I'm not going to complain. No, it, it was a beautiful day. Uh, beautiful blue sun, uh, blue skies and sunshine for almost the entire day. Um, again, great, just a, just a great day. Unfortunately, uh, we're going to take a turn today, right? More rain today? Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, the good news, most of the day itself is actually calm. We could maybe see a, we could see a few couple spotty showers here within, I would say, the next two to three hours. Maybe an isolated rumble of thunder, but the bulk of the activity is actually overnight tonight and tomorrow. So okay. cloudy, but at least going to remain dry for much of the day. Okay. Did I see where we might get some storms, though? Um, either you or Zach were talking about that, maybe some thunderstorms later in the day? We both were talking about it. I sort of just amped it up a bit. Okay. The concern is for 8 p.m. this evening through 8 a.m. tomorrow. Okay. The issue is, will storms actually get going? Because there's going to be... I'm not going to bore you with all the nerdy details about why the storms are why the storms have the potential to not fire up. But if we do get storms going, there is a potential that it moves into an environment that could favor an isolated tornado or two. But oh, okay. any storms that do go up will likely produce heavy downpours, gusty winds. Some small hail the size of a pea cannot be ruled out. But if they do get going, there is that chance it could see a brief spin up, especially unfortunately, that 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. time frame. But if there is that kind of, of uh, stormy activity, I could sing stormy. No, I won't. Um, Please if, don't. <laughs> if it's going to be that kind of stormy activity, uh, that it'll be evening into the overnight hours, yes? Yep, it's not a super high confidence. Good chance we'll at least see rain, but it's just a matter of are the storms elevated and just light, or they actually form from the ground up and could be severe. So that's Something I'm keeping a very close eye on throughout the day today, and we'll definitely have updates online and on web, well, on social media. Yeah, keep keep uh, keeping in mind that you just said you're not, you know, some questions about how stormy it might get and so on. Will, will we continue with rain in the morning tomorrow, is it, or is it going to be done after the overnight hours? No, it will not be done. All this activity. This is why it's so complicated because when you get between the warm front that we had yesterday, why it was little little clouds and so warm we're in the warm sector which means there's nothing really pushing storms upward but when the cold front comes through tomorrow for certain we'll see more showers during the morning hours it could have another round around lunchtime before it changes into lake effects no showers thursday morning okay um so walk me through the rest of the week then after that okay so after lake effects no showers wrap up before sunrise on thursday the day itself is stuck in the 30s, and we see plenty of sunshine. Friday night into Saturday morning, we could see a stray or spotty shower, but Friday morning and Saturday afternoon, see sunshine. Then we're back into the upper 60s. Maybe a couple spots pushing 70 with plenty of sunshine on Sunday. Then a good chance most of us get into the 70s come Monday with sunshine. Okay. All right. Well, it is what it is, as they say, and we're got coming into the end of the month with the brand beginning of March. So March, what do we think is going to come come in kind of like a more like a lamb than a lion, I guess. Yeah. On Friday. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> OK, I'm just trying. I, you know, they say March comes if it comes in like a lion, it'll come out like a lamb or vice versa. Sounds to me like it's more going to come in like a lamb. Um, it doesn't sound like a terribly bad Friday. So, um, oh, absolutely not. Yeah. So then it's going to be, that means the end of the month will be a mess. All right, Adam, I appreciate it, my friend. Thanks very much. Good conversation, even though you made fun of my singing. 
It's a good hey, name. Howard, I make fun of my singing, and you sometimes make fun of my forecast, so if you can't throw it. There we go. There we if you go. can't take it, don't throw it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Appreciate it. Mark, thank you. That's until the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 56, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 54 at the Highlands. Uh, 50 in Elm Grove and 55 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. 11% off everything is happening now at Menards. Freshen up your home with paint from Dutch Boy. Get quality products with features like mildew-resistant coating, stain shield technology, and dirt-resistant paint and primer in one. All in Dutch Boy's award-winning Twist and Pour container. Right now, Platinum Plus interior paint is starting at $36.48 after 11% off. Good through March 3rd. Savings are mail-in rebate in the form of an in-store merchandise credit check. See store for details. Save big money at Join the Nailers for Faith and Family Night, Sunday, March 3rd. Enjoy the pre-game faith presentation, including player testimonials. Fans will have a chance to hear how faith has impacted players' lives both on and off the ice. And don't forget, it's Screen Time Sunday. One lucky fan wins a free TV, courtesy of Walmart. Plus, there's a post-game skate and $2 Sundays. Puck drops 410. Get tickets now for Faith and Family Night. Call 304-234-GOAL or go to wheelingnailers.com. Babies come with lots of decisions. Cloth or disposable? Crib or bassinet? So when it comes to protection, go with the safest, most effective choice, vaccination. Get all the recommended vaccines for your baby by age two to protect your child against 14 serious childhood diseases. For more reasons to vaccinate, talk to your child's doctor. Go to cdc.gov vaccines or call 800-CDC-INFO. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Over the past five years, Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto has helped over 1,500 hardworking Ohio Valley residents obtain financing on the vehicle of their dreams. We have experienced tremendous growth, which has allowed us more financing to further help our fellow residents. From second chance finance to very competitive rates and terms, Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto has it all with inventory to fit everyone's needs. That's Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto, your largest independent area used car depot in the Respects Plaza in Elm Grove. Like us on Facebook, check out our website, mattjonespreowned.com, or give us a call, 304-905-8302. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go downtown. When you've got worries, all the noise and the hurry seems to help, I know. Downtown. downtown. Just listen to the music of the traffic in the city. You know, after being made fun of by McCabe and by Adam, um, and uh, seeing the look on Slider's face, he Come didn't on, speak, belt it out. He didn't speak it out loud. I t- t- told myself, the next bumper, I am not going to sing. But you got to sing with Downtown. Come on, Howard. Downtown. 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 I was going to make a comment about this earlier, and I'm going to make it now because I, this, I think, goes to a point. You are and have been as long, well, probably I have been longer only because I'm older. You have been a talk radio fan all your life, right? I have, a long, long time. You know, and I love talk radio. I was listening yesterday afternoon, not to our station. I was dialing around locally 
and I pick up a lot of out-of-town stations online. And I realized how depressing talk radio has become. You remember when talk radio used to be, well, I don't know, fun and informative in a very positive way, and you had different ideas and different opinions? There's nothing but nutbags on there most of the time. I mean, total, complete, 100% nutbags uh, doing talk radio shows anymore. Is it just different, or is there more gloom and doom in the uh, world today? I'm glad you used that phrase, because that's the other thing. Everything on so many of these shows, it's not, they're all, of course, the far-right radical nutbags. But, and you're right, it's all, you know, the world is going to come to an end. If Biden is reelected, the whole bombs will come and destroy the world, and uh, the the uh, the hordes of, uh, of Mongols are coming across the border. And I mean, it's all it's all that depressing stuff, and it's all just. Ugh. I use it in this context. It used to be that you know hosts would do things like sing a little. You know, or what's the favorite place that isn't here anymore? Your favorite restaurant that isn't Look, here? <laughs> you know, I mean, are, are we such a throwback to the old days? Are we are we the only ones left that understand that you know talk radio should be? I mean, Lord knows we spend a lot of time on politics. I spend a ton of time on the legislature. Lots of talk about Trump. I don't ignore it. It's not we're not a silly show. But are we the only ones who understand that you have to have a a little bit of humanity mixed in with it i don't know howard I, I i don't know i don't know what the world is going to i just know this talk radio is certainly a lot different now than it was when i even started working in it let alone started listening to it it's just um it's anyways, depressing I, I wanted to make it does i want to make that comment i thought about it when i was listening around yesterday and i haven't had a chance to do that this morning and then but it, you know we, yes we we sometimes talk about what restaurants do you miss and we sometimes those old TV shows. We talk about those old TV shows, and then sometimes I sing, and people make fun of me, and I talk about my grands. And then, and then next hour we're going to talk about unemployment in West Virginia, and we're going to talk about the uh, the uh, possible ceasefire in Gaza. I mean, we get them all in, but you don't have to be gloom and doom. And I've had my say. Six before the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's time for Slider on Sports. I'll try to be a little upbeat, Howard. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. <laughs> Last night, you heard it here on the Watchdog Radio Network. The West Virginia Mountaineers were down 25 points before coming back and forcing overtime. But they come up short, losing to Kansas State 94-90. to Raekwon Battle led the Mountaineers with 28 points. WVU led 79-75 to with a minute to go in the fourth quarter. The Mountaineer center Jesse Edwards missed two big free throws with 24 seconds left. WVU also had a chance to win it with the last shot at the buzzer. The Mountaineers are now 9-19 overall, 4-11 in Big 12 conference play. And Howard, ouch, 0-11 on the road. Yikes. Yes. Next up for WVU, they host Texas Tech Saturday night at the Coliseum. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. We will have it all starting with the pregame show at 5 o'clock on the home of West Virginia Mountaineer basketball, the Watchdog Radio Network. Let me get that out. Network. The Watchdog Radio <laughs> Network. <laughs> Last night, boys basketball, West Virginia, Class Single A, Region 1, Section 1, Cameron, 90-143. Lance Hartley, a big game, 21 points for the Dragons. Sad story here, Howard. 
Former Pittsburgh Pirate right-handed pitcher uh, Jose DeLeon has died. DeLeon pitched in the big leagues for 13 seasons, starting with the Pirates back in 1983. He also pitched for the Chicago White Sox, Philadelphia, Montreal, and St. Louis, where he led the National League in strikeouts in 1989. He had a career record of 86 wins, 119 losses, with a 3.76 ERA in his 264 career starts. Get this, Howard. Jose DeLeon was only 63 years old in between you and I. Wow. Yikes. Yes. Yes. Double yikes. Yesterday, I told you of a star college basketball player injured when fans stormed the court. Well, that that player uh, is Kyle Filipowski, star center at Duke University. It happened Saturday night when Wake Forest upset Duke 83-79. Filipowski was walking off the court when he was suddenly hit by fans running on the court. Several Duke teammates and staff members had to assist Filipowski to the locker room. It appears he did injure his knee, but later reports are the injury is not serious. Video shows Filipowski taking multiple hits hard as he tries to get off the court as all the uh, students stormed the court. His status for the Blue Devils game against Louisville on Wednesday is still unknown. For great sports talk this afternoon, join the Pine Room Podcast from noon to three. Matt, Coach, Jared, and Jub, all those guys right here in the studio. It's the Pine Room Boys from 12 to three on the Watchdog Radio Network. Slatter on Sports Time, 757. A couple of quick texts uh, here having to do with this fact that I went scooter racing with my grandson yesterday. Howard, you keep up your so-called running with the golden child. You won't have long to live. Well, thank you for that. I, I said it. it what a gloom and doom there. Yeah, you talk about gloom and doom. There, there it is, for heaven's sakes. Uh, we talked about school start times earlier. School start times, what a waste of time. Let it go. It'll pass. Get ready to cheer on the Wheeling Park High School speech and debate team to their 44th consecutive state title. Yeah, that's it. it just ignore the whole idea that it actually is good for the kids. Uh what a waste of time. What a waste of time talking about doing something to benefit the kids. You know, we don't, why do we, it didn't happen to me when I was a kid and it's not going to happen to my boy now. I'll tell you that right now. No, I'm getting fired up on that. I should not do that. Sing, Howard, sing. <laughs> Downtown, where all the people go. Downtown. Um, <laughs> all right, coming up in the next hour of the show, uh, we're going to talk with uh, Josh Schwartz from the AFL-CIO in West Virginia about this unemployment bills that are pending in the Mountain State. Uh, also, we'll have, of course, Tom Skateri in our regular Tuesday morning visit with our national correspondent. Uh, President Biden said he thinks there could be a ceasefire in Gaza coming as early as next week. Is that real or not? We'll talk about that. A bunch of texts coming in. I think they're all telling me to shut up and stop singing. I'm not totally sure, but I'll share those with you uh, coming up in the next hour as well. Um, one of our listeners, we always talk about people listening. Uh, I will tell you who it is, Bob. It, it's some one of our friends that we know. He says, uh, Howard, I'm listening at 4 a.m. in San Jose. I got up early just to listen to you guys. Good morning in San Jose. We appreciate that. Thank you very much. Do you know the way to San Jose, Howard? Do you know the way to San Jose? It's almost uh, 8 o'clock. ABC covers the world now. And then uh, we'll talk to Tom Scateri coming up next. Everything's waiting for you.
1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. Another primary election day, this time in the state of Michigan. ABC Chief White House Correspondent Mary Bruce is in Dearborn, just outside Detroit, where there's a significant number of Arab American voters. This critical state has swung between Joe Biden and Donald Trump in the last elections and will be a must win for both candidates in November. Now, Donald Trump is expected to win the Republican primary here today.